Initiating update. Three, two, one, go. What is everyone? Welcome to the Nerd on Update, the weekly show where we talk about the stuff in the news that excites us and we answer questions from you. The people. The people. Uh, I'm very excited to be here, but I believe we have a bit of housekeeping we need to take we care of do. first. Is that correct? Josh. Tom. Me. <laughs> because today is another day to bring some attention to our listeners across the galaxy. Oh, yeah. All the way from Australia to Houston. Do we have a pew problem? Ooh. No. But if you do... Our friends at Manscaped have cleared you for takeoff with their fourth generation and brand new lawnmower 4.0. Oh, 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 oh. Kick your pubes to the next uh, planet with the performance package 4.0. Oh, 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 oh. The orbits in your pants will feel like Bam. you're in zero gravity when you use the best tools for the job gravity. from the leaders in male grooming. 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 Join the two million Grooming. men worldwide who trust Manscaped to get your rocket ready for rocket. takeoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code NERDON. On, 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 on. Nerd. Oh, Tom, that was the best one. I think because I, I, I messed it up earlier today. So. Oh, yeah. He had practice during <laughs> one said, of our regular episodes. I said episodes. free shrimping. Yeah, so yeah. we went on a little bit of a diatribe about yeah. what is free shrimping. shrimping. Free, free shrimping. Yeah. Look, I'm down for shrimping. Yeah. Like sometimes you just want to get you know prawny. <laughs> oh, so our news <laughs> today. Uh, I'll uh, I'll start us off. We'll kick it off here. I have Do a it. couple of things. Mine are a little shorter. Uh, one that I'm very excited for. Uh, real quick, just want to give a shout out before I get into my longer news. Is that HBO Max, which I was in our, I, I keep wanting to say digital green, green screen, uh, digital green. green screen, green room. Uh, before the show started, we were talking about HBO Max is killing it with their animated stuff. Like when they brought back the Looney Tunes, all that kind of stuff. Uh, they have ordered a uh, full series of Fiona and Cake, which is a spinoff series of Adventure Time. Uh, there was a one-off episode um, where they had a alternate world where the genders were reversed. So it was Fiona and Cake, Prince, Bubble, uh, Prince Bubblegum, and all that kind of stuff instead of Marceline. Uh, and it Princess. was Childish Gambino. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah. that was exciting. Um, but they've ordered a full series, half-hour episodes that'll be airing on HBO Max. I'm, I, I couldn't find a date anywhere yet. Um, so the news is just out there that it's officially happening, which I'm excited for. The uh, Fiona and Cake episode had uh, one of my favorite songs to come out of a TV show on it, Oh Fiona. If you know, you know. Uh, beautiful song sung by Neil Patrick Harris, who played uh, the prince in that. So mm. uh, that's that news. My other news is Halo Infinite. We got some um, bummer news oh. about Halo Infinite. Yeah. Shout um, out. What are we here? I'm trying to be real cool about it because that team has been through a lot over the last year, being forced to, you know, by the fans to take it back uh, and rework on it for another year. But I'm a little disappointed that uh, Halo Infinite will not be launching with co-op cam campaign capabilities. Oh. Which is really? one of the main Isn't that like reasons one of the things? Well, I play Halo is so, to do a co-op oh, campaign. No. If, you, if you can break it down, what is the game supposed to be then when it comes out? It will have multiplayer online multiplayer because that's available. Uh, that's kind of what so they're pushing. So normal team deathmatch. Uh, my understanding stuff. is, mm -hmm. yes, that will be available. However the campaign will only be single player for the first three months. Mm -hmm. And then they're planning on uh, launching the co-op campaign. Um, this is uh, kind of heartbreaking for me because ever since, uh, I didn't do it with the first game, but the second game I've always played through my first time, right when it came out with, shout out Tasty D Money and his brother, 
uh, whether it was split screen or, you know, from Halo 3 on, we played online. Um, and especially from Halo 3 on, we've done day one. Uh, we, we, we run through pretty much the whole campaign on Legendary uh, together online. So I won't be able to do that for three months, which is kind of a, uh, makes me think like maybe I just wait and get it when it comes out with the co-op, but also I want to support the series. So I'm like, it's, it's a weird. Yeah, you can get it between. and then you play it when they release the it, I mean, it's the parable of yeah. the service-based games, you know, yeah. where they want to continually feel like there's new installments to the game and it's expanding and it's growing with the, uh, with the audience. I think the tough thing is, you know, just kind of like we always talk about it on the show of w- how much are you willing to pay for the game? Because it's free. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Ish. It's going free to play online. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. um, and it's just, you know, they're also not doing, I, I don't know if you're familiar with Forge mode, mm-hmm. which is like a custom builder mode. You can you can oh, create oh, oh. what you want in there. Yeah. And that won't be coming out for at least six months mm-hmm. uh, after that. So a lot of these... Um, what I, at least I would consider to be core aspects of what makes a Halo game Halo are not going to be there on launch. And it's it's a bummer. Uh, and I probably, because I don't like doing the multiplayer until I've beaten the campaign. I just like to get a feel for the whole thing and then I go, well, yeah. now, now I can... Yeah, it, well, breaks, well, it breaks you in. The, the campaign, kind of yeah, the campaign's the tutorial. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I definitely, it's not something I'm going to play on my own the first time. It's something why, I want to experience. Why not just friends. wait? The three more months. Three more months. It's tough. You know, it come out. I feel for them because they delayed it a year already. Um, and I feel like they had a lose lose situation on their hands in that right. sense. And that's where I'm trying to be more understanding. Like, if they had said, "Hey, we're going to be three months late," their fans would have lost it. Or they say, "We're going to launch on time, but it's going to miss this thing for three months, but it's coming." And I think this was the best option for them as a company to well, not face total. At backlash. least get the product right. out and, there. And I think the there is a little bit of conversation of it being this is the first Halo game that's not going to have a ticket price, right? right. It's not it's not going to have a, a sticker price immediately attached because normally you know they're like fifty sixty bucks. Mm-hmm. You have a campaign. Online mode, they add new maps, add new, you know, modes and stuff like that. Which I'm always cool with. Like they they they've always been a company who's updated their games but, as they gone, but it's but now skills. they're well now they're facing the world of Fortnite and Apex yeah. and uh, you know all these other uh free online shooter battle royales. Um whereas like you have Call of Duties and you know, much love to the developers who work really hard on it, but also People work on a game for three years, and then twelve months later, it's all shelled for the next right. game. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a sixty dollars price for online modes that's bar- they're barely played, and so the servers get shut down. Versus mm-hmm. Halo, it's trying to compete with that, especially with things like Destiny and everything like that, which yeah. are all still free to play. So the the figuring out like where does the storyline and where does the ticket price come from? Because if mm-hmm. you're not paying for the game, then also it's tough to give everything. Yeah, sure. Out. Yeah, yeah. I I I mean my you know my opinion's always been on this this show that I would rather companies take the time they need to release the game how mm-hmm. it's meant to be. So I I was I was definitely in that camp like I I I probably won't get it until that's out mm-hmm. and then I'll download and play it. It's just going to have to be how it is. Well, um, and if anything that helps their statistics of like okay, we shouldn't you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's, 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 Oops, it is voting with your dollars, <laughs> right? Yeah, it is right. voting yeah, yeah, yeah. with that downloads so, yeah. and stuff like that. So, yeah. you know, uh, we got some other games that are coming out in the next few months that I'm going to be pumped on, like the Diablo 2 Resurrected and Back for Blood. So I got some stuff to take up my time till then. Oh yeah, Dying Light yeah. 2. That is my that is my news. Well, that's December, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, this so we're going to get two months with Back for Blood, and yeah. then yep, your November is already booked. Sounds yeah, like. sounds like it. Yeah. Josh, yeah, yeah, I'll I'll go next. Uh, so over the past couple of years, a mod for, well, a little backstory, Fallout 4 
has a very uh, ingrained like mod community. Mm-hmm. There's lots of mods for it, including at one point the game was, according to my PC friends, uh, was essentially unplayable. Yeah. Um, and a mod came out that fixed everything. Whoa. Yeah. And they have a huge mod um, kind of space. Community. And one of, those, one of those mods was called Fallout London. And Bethesda was so impressed that they hired one of the writers uh, to join the team. That's Uh, very good. Stephanie, if you're listening, I apologize, but I'm going to try. I have looked up the name. Stephanie Zachariades. Um... She was. She is joining the Bethesda team as associate level designer. Wow! But the product or the project is not known yet. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I think that's still. I mean, it's really cool. Yeah, I think yeah. it's a good pivot. I mean, they had some issues with their mod community. I think you reported on recently. Uh, it was a GTA community. Oh, that's that they, what it was. They had to yeah. do to My um, mistake. copyright um, and what. But I mean, it brings up a, a good thing with with mods in general. Just yeah potential copyright issues um, and all that I, kind of I stuff. I could have sworn, and maybe someone in chat can, we'll check this later, but I swear they had an issue with the Skyrim mods. Bethesda specifically did something where I they think monetized I on Skyrim mods and the community got pretty upset. So it's nice oh, to hear yeah. that they're actually now working with the well, mod community. That, yeah. That's very much like the um, the people that did the better deep fake for uh, Mark Hamill for Mandalorian and then oh, Lucasfilms yeah. hiring them. It, it's to me, I think it's a really cool storytelling of like, you know, people who are passionate about it, who find a way to make the thing that you like better, being rewarded for that thing. Yeah, yeah. and I think... Are they I'm... reshooting the ending of season two? I have no idea. Because there was a thing Hamill posted where he's on the set of... Man- no, that was just a back behind the scenes of him. Because something's coming out. There's a new something season two ending coming August 25th that he posted about. Oh. So I wonder if oh, they worked with that guy and are redoing the... Or person. Um, Sorry, excuse me. Yeah, the the person that they hired, and, and they're redoing the uh, CG or something. Anyway, um, but yeah, it's it's uh, and they're also I know that they've been talking about over the last year of opening up mods for Fallout seventy six. Fallout seventy six has some pretty exciting things that are coming out. Fallout Worlds looks really dope. Uh, basically, like custom servers where you're like the enemies are hard. You can camp anywhere. Uh, like it's. Looking really cool. But that's my news. Next. Kaylin? Me? Kaylin? Tom. I will have Tom go. Okay. Nice. Um, the old Republic. Yep. No. Um, uh, <laughs> nope. Not at all. Um, so, uh, you know, it's me. Your boy. The DC boy with this new Batman Beyond Todd McFarlane His toy. His feet are sneezing like dragons. Those are rockets. Um, but I don't, I'm not going to talk about any DC news today. <laughs> um, because there's two uh-huh. things that kind of was really big for me this week. Um, one in particular was uh, Star Wars Visions trailer came out, and uh, I really like it because I, to me, my oh, thing is yeah. uh, anime is in my blood. Anime was the first superheroes for me because they were the ones that were supposed to look like me. But also the Star Wars series. Is- well, well, that's the thing where Visions is done in anime, and uh, there was just you know as things are on the internet, as things with are with the Star Wars community, um, there are uh, wonderful members of the fandom, and then there's terrible members of the fandom because if there's anything yes. different than what the original trilogy is, it's an abomination, should not be done. Um, so I love anime and I really like this story or the, this, uh, what they're going with it of having this anthology series of different uh, anime studios do mm-hmm. uh, nine different episodes. Uh, so seven studios, yeah, seven studios, nine episodes. Um, I just want to make a comment a little bit about, you know, there are terrible 
kind of sentiments being said of like, I want Star Wars to go back to the way it was, not this SJW woke. Shit. Oh, make Star Wars great again. Well, yeah, and it's just like mm. you know, Star Wars is Kurosawa. That's dang it. It, it, it's Kurosawa. <laughs> it's fantasy, and it's Star Trek, or yeah. it's, it's Dune. I mean, they're the forgetting time. exactly what it's based where it came of. from. Yeah, which is old Japanese samurai films yeah. uh, and cowboys, and it's all. It's to me, it's the most like referential kind of thing, but people just pretend that it's the most original thing um but to me it allows uh star wars to kind of reach new ground new storytelling um also i just love that um you know they just go all in there's a lot of promare looking stuff in there so Dude, it looks really cool the shot of him pulling the, the sword out of the sheath from the oh, side yeah. was like oh it looks so good oh. um so I, i'm just about that uh, and the second thing which is kind of like to me like a more shattery thing and if you follow the show you follow me you know kind of what I'm all about in terms of how I look at the industry and how I hate these kind of corporate sweeps kind mm -hmm. of things. Um, so OnlyFans, uh, something that oh, I've yeah. threatened to oh, make yeah. multiple times. Yep. <laughs> um, well, it sounds like no, I don't. I, well, I won't do it because so what happened recently was that there was an announcement that by October they were going to uh, censor explicit material. And uh, that just meant like particular people like let's say me couldn't have uh, explicitly adult content but if i still have a nudie pick in there that's okay so it was really wishy-washy but then yeah it followed up and developed even further where afterwards they're like no we're actually going to ban all explicit material which people are like oh keep the platform safe and you know there's an argument for oh i understand now you know all these people who kind of peddle smut and x y and z but i think what people are missing the big dialogue is that OnlyFans wouldn't exist if it wasn't for sex workers yeah. and for people putting themselves out there and building OnlyFans up to being this place of like you can directly support people that you want to direct. And then when now OnlyFans turns its back on those people to say, we want to appeal to better investors. We want to be in the app store. It's and pretty it's like, shitty. So you were willing to profit off the backs of the people that build you up until you don't want them anymore. That's what you're truly That's saying. a lot of and, people. Yeah, America. And so, so, go ahead. Got, no, 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 no. Kayla, no. I, I actually made a presentation in college. I, I was an art student and uh, something that really bothered me was kind of, I was doing photography and whatnot, and there was a point where they were saying, oh, if you want to get to be a professional photographer, you'll have to do a set of nudes. Um, that has to be in your repertoire to show how you portray huh. the human body and everything. And I was like, mm. but, but there were like, there were lines you couldn't cross with yeah. it. So my, one of my, like my thesis presentation or whatever for uh, the end of the semester was, what is the line between um, art, fine art, and porn and explicit porn it's like well oh we've talked but, about this on the show yeah of yeah. course yeah so but it's just like okay well, what's explicit then because mm -hmm. everything is a fetish literally everything is a fetish anything sure. you can think of it's, it's a fetish subjective yeah, not objective right so it's like it's a, it's a how <laughs> how are we gonna say that what is and is not explicit because what if yeah. you're like okay here's me is spread it, eagle this is my georgia o'keefe like, it's, it's it's yeah and it, i mean it goes beyond that. it's a bigger conversation about like this is not the first time that sex workers have helped some sort of company or or industry take off only to have that industry turn its back on it. Right. Well, I talk about this all the time. Blu-ray was a huge one. Oh, the reason yeah, yeah. Blu-ray exists is because porn got behind it. Right. 
and, and then all the companies were like, well, we're the, doing that. Yeah. And then they stopped selling, went online and made their money off online that way. And, our, you know, uh, sex workers had to change the way they think once videos are downloaded for free online. It's like, well, it's upsetting. And a lot of a lot of the back end stuff that was about the OnlyFans thing is all, actually the credit card companies. MasterCard. Correct? They, they don't want to. Um, the banks are, uh, from what I was reading, primarily conservative and they don't want to support. Um, well, they're going to pull their access they're, from They're going to pull their access unless they individually censored every photo, video, and had someone watching, like, live, every live stream that happened. And it was going to be so expensive because you'd have to have so many people watching literally every piece that comes in. Yeah. It's impossible. No. So, so they give them these standards that there's no way they can meet, but they waited how many years yeah. to implement this? Um, it's a, it's a, it's also, it's just a larger conversation what, about America and its issues with, with viewing sex workers as real of work. Course. Yeah. And, and I, I, you know, I heard most of this information from a, a show that I typically watch to get a lot of good unbiased news, which is Phil DeFranco's show. And, you know, he had a conversation with, uh, you know, an adult, uh, entertainment creator and they were just talking about like, I've had to jump from different platforms several times oh, because of, of these things. And mm-hmm. Patreon like, too. Patreon, uh, Pornhub, all these things have always had uh, these kind of weird obstacles. And it, the, to, me, to me, the tough thing is kind of like, I always want to lament about my artistic journey and all this crap that I'm doing. But like, it is very tough when like she was t- talking about it where it was like OnlyFans like felt too good to be true. And of course yeah. it is because it was a yeah. one place that said that, yes, we want all of our creators to feel comfortable, to be yeah. you know embraced and welcomed. And then here we are JK, now, bro. now that they're uh, praised for, uh, you know, a trillion or a billion dollar business. Now they're like, well, never mind. We don't just care kidding. about you. And we only want to have, you know, it's just like, what, what was the Because now we have the money to do that. Yeah. And so yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's very irritating because also there's just a lot of like, you know, you, you point it out where it's like there's a lot of smokescreen of like, oh, it's to investors. It's to appeal to the app store. It's like, it's about the credit card company. And the thing is that every other company that has worked with adult entertainment don't pull out from you. Like yeah. once you have the platform in, in place, like you're fine. And mm-hmm. so it's, it's really dumb that, you know, people are being fickle over the, you know, the banks, mm-hmm. which is anyway. Yeah, it's it's an interesting just like, because I mean, at the end of the day, OnlyFans is essentially just a platform that mm-hmm. is supported by millions of creators. And it's, I'm wondering how, yeah, they're probably going to be like somebody said in the chat, they're probably going to be left in the dust. It's like, mm-hmm. so I mean, like for one example. Tumblr too. Yeah, I mean mm-hmm. like Patreon, Snapchat. Uh, Shout out to them. They made this decision a couple of years ago, and the fan, like the the creators, community. The, the community revolted, and they were like, "Never mind." Yeah. Just kidding. Um, and so I just want to bring awareness also to I guess Just Fans is a mm-hmm. is a website is a, is a is a platform that most people go to. Um, it's created by uh sex workers. It's for sex workers, and I they they put this giant post. It's like we're not here to disparage any company, but this isn't the first company that has built their company off the backs of sex workers to throw them to the side in order for them to appeal to other companies. Yep. So just fans is probably the better way to go. And I, you know, if you know a better place, then good, because I think that's kind of like the worst way is to take money away from people who treat this like as professionally as every other job. So it's not a place for us to kind of look down on. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. yeah. Like it's really frustrating to see companies, uh, let things go so that they can make all the 100%. money they need and then they make loopholes 
that never previously existed so yeah. that they can get anyone, they can squeeze anyone out that they want to. Exactly. Um, Bring us up, Caitlin. What's, what's your news? So, <laughs> um, so I was only really super into wrestling for maybe a couple years, um, but I, I, I had heard of CM Punk. So I knew that CM Punk was like a very big deal, um, and but he had left. So like seven years ago, CM Punk left um, the wrestling, left the ring for for a long, long time. And this past Friday, um, on All Elite Wrestling AEW, CM Punk came back, and uh, he hey oh the, broke the internet. He broke them because it <laughs> and was the like stadium, I believe. Oh yeah, he was like diving into the crowd, hugging people. Um, and, and in an interview, he even said that, uh, I, I knew that my, um, coming back had to happen to a live audience. So it was just like, if things didn't happen just so that wouldn't have happened that way, but it did. And it was like the longest fan reaction they've had to someone coming somebody out. was like, this is the biggest, uh, entrance I've seen. Like it, it breaks the rock or it yeah, breaks anybody it's, it's that has ever entered. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry Steve, Steve's about it. Okay, Steve's about it. He had the shirt. No, I just him. meant that comment. That yeah. Bigger yeah. than. Uh, <clears throat> <laughs> well, I, I'm sorry. You you don't stay in the highlight forever. So <laughs> it's, um, I mean, it's true. Steve, New records. Steve's grow up. New records um, happen. But uh, so on September 5th in Chicago, um, he's going to be wrestling against Darby Allen in his first match back uh, in All Out in a pay per view event. Pay-per-view. Uh, I know. Wow. Isn't that crazy? I, I want to redact a comment I said of NWO. It's NXT. I'm sorry. I remember oh, yeah. when they... The, NWO. I was like, NWO. I was, was like, Hulk Hogan. Hogan yeah. I don't think that's right, but yeah. I'm just going to let you say whatever No, because I remember... like that Hollywood Hulk Like At that sorry. point, I was I was watching it because of my roommate, and I remember CM Punk, and everyone was going crazy about him. And I remember him leaving, and he writing for Punisher for a while. Like, oh, wow. The Punisher comic books. So. I'm a lord. Oh, yeah. JDF? Yeah. Yeah, on the chat, uh, J- Jason David Frank, aka the Green Ranger, oh, has called him out multiple yeah. times to fight, and CM Punk's like, "I don't fight. I don't people fight. like you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, we're not fighting." Uh, I do have one other uh, thing oh. uh, that that uh, surfaced this week. So, Henchman Story, the mm. the video game you that directed. I directed on originally, I was a script supervising, then assistant, and then I ended up being the director. And also, depending on how you play the game, you might hear my voice in it. Um, dun, dun, dun. Well, you will hear my voice in it, depending on how you play. Callie? Uh I'm not telling nothing. Okay. It's the, I'm the cool things. Anyway. Callie. Uh, so I'm the cool things. I can't say anything else. So on October 14th of this year, the game is going to be releasing not just on PC, but on all major consoles. Uh, so it's yeah. going to be on Nintendo Switch. It's going to be on PS4, PS5, and Xbox. Uh, and there's also an updated demo right now on Steam. So this is me asking all of you to go and wishlist the game, play the demo. Let me know what you think. I'm very excited. Dope. So much cool stuff in this game. Oh my god! I am the cool stuff, she yeah, says. Kind of. <laughs> but only people to me. Questions! Next! Part of our show, the last part of our show, and was is in which we answer questions from you, the people. And if you would like to submit questions, how do they do it? Go to nerdon.tv backslash questions and all of the ways that you can. You can send an email, there's a form, you can even go to our Discord, and there are channels in there built just for that reason to submit questions. Mm. And some questions are so good, people can't wait to answer them. So it's that's a lot of fun to see too. But <laughs> uh and if you are a member of the Nerd On Nation, you do get what we call. My <laughs> good words save, are good just save, like, good save, good save, good save. 
doesn't matter. Uh, you get what we call oh, messing with you. the Nerd on Nudge, which gets your questions answered first. First? First. So join that Nerd on Nation. You get lots of perks. Like, we actually tell you about super big news. Like, uh, we, we may or may not have announced something last week that... Only the nation knows about right now. It's true. Yeah. So it's true check facts. it out. Nerdon.tv backslash Patreon. But and the public will know eventually, but it's gonna be so late by then. Like yeah. you're yeah. gonna be so behind. It could be you're gonna have all, you could have known. Well. You're gonna have all the FOMO. Yeah. yeah. You don't want FOMO. They all know right now, and you're yeah. sitting there going, What is it? They all yeah, know. What is it? Yeah, they, they all know. know. Four quarters. Aware. Four quarters. Yep. So and easy. we have uh only fifteen more members to get before we reach our sixty members goal so yeah, pretty dope means y'all get to choose what we cover but <laughs> All right. you can ask questions like mamba asks phantom phantom Jesus. danny phantom phantom <laughs> ballsy uh, pitch a new video game that has no history or that is not a franchise that has no history i've pitched my game an original no history no yes fran- original game it takes place in history it takes place in a time in history but it's it's the five points uh, but I guess I based that off gangs of New York a little bit, but it was real. Like the gangs of New York were real is based off real uh, history. So I have this, I have this <laughs> Bible basically, uh, of map outlines, character designs, storylines for an open world game that takes place during the same time period gangs of New York did. Uh, but instead of the gangs of New York world, which you could, I mean, you could use that. That's fine. But it would be DLC. It would be, yeah, it would be DLC. You would use the real, the real gangs during that time, and you could join different gangs, that kind of stuff. Um, but I've, I've done that already. I've covered that on our past episodes. So give me a sec. I'll try to think of something. You don't while y'all have are, to. That's a really I, I think good it's a good idea. challenge. I thought of one immediately, and I'm kind Do of it. upset because I don't really like this concept at all. But my brain won't detach from it. Thank you, Tom. Uh, what, what if you know you were in like England during? the beginning of the Black Plague and you were a rat. And so it was kind of like GTA uh, where you're going around town giving you the bubonic plague. GTA meets Plague Inc. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly. So you're you're like a rat going through the sewers and going through towns and stuff and like stealing cheese, giving the plague, you know. (laughs) I kind of like Because they have that cat game that came out where you're a cat wandering around the city. Oh. Have you seen that? Oh yeah, the wait, the like uh, the little backpack cat. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's just that kind of you use that engine, right? But it's it's but a rat splitting the boobons. Yeah, the boobon, the boobons. The boobons. <laughs> it's has it been long enough that we can joke about the bubonic plague now? Uh, yeah. Okay. Cool. I don't know. I mean, Daily Show used to do it all the time. Okay, but, great. But but with the COVID, it does change. I mean, at least it they does wore, at least they wore masks bit. then. So fair. Really yeah. cool, freaky masks. Ooh. Plague Doctor Babe. Yeah. Yeah. Now I want to get a Plague Doctor mask and wear it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to stop you. Yeah. When yeah. I played huh. Plague Inc., my friend would always say, that's the dick move game. Hmm. <laughs> dick move, bro. Because it was like, you're a fungus. I was like, go on plane. Plane's mm-hmm. the easiest way to kill everyone. Wow. Okay. It was. Because you're yeah. spraying the plague. You ain't wrong. Um, uh, Josh? Um... I mean, I'm a sucker for open world zombie games, so it'd be cool if there was like a, a an open world zombie Ugh, game in like the Victorian age. Like, there all those zombie games are during kind of nowadays. It'd be cool to have like old timey in, in in a different like, like time in history, like, like Dead Rising or Days Gone, but but in but the zombie wears yeah. a cravat and like weapon yeah. choice weapons available to you would be different and ball and they walk like this. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There would be that. You'd have like 
You'd be like carriages. There'd be like that would you'd have carriages, horses, Carriage chases, zombie Carriage. horses, and carriages. I'm in zombie carriages. I have played, yeah. I, I have heard played it. vampire. <laughs> That's why I had to slow down. I was like zombie horses and, and, and carriages. carriages and yeah. just regular carriages, regular just carriages, zombie carriages. Um, yeah. Tom, I I'm I'm looking for. I want a a, a rhythm game. Oh, okay, um, but I'm thinking making one. Where not like um what's the switch fit boy runner ring man? fit ring fit man, um but I'm thinking like actual you know like DDR commands oh but like like just so we can get DDR back so but like you know you're dancing you're doing all the things to music but except the entire game is fights and so you're just like okay cool you're an assassin this is your first mission you're a little yuppie so you go to the you know the dealer over there who wronged me and then you have to fight him and then you beat him. And then as you get better, you like, you could choose a difficulty for sure. But then like you go into a club and that's a whole fight scene, but you're doing the dance moves and all that stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but then it's mm-hmm. going to like the cool beats. Mm. That's what I'd want to do. Mm. Dope. Dope. Okay. I think I got a dumb one here. <laughs> well, uh, maybe not dumb. Y'all's had good ideas. Uh, Cause I want to play Tom's The bubonic now. plague I was t- a good idea. Yeah, well, I mean, it was. I don't think to play as a little rat running around. Uh, okay, but like, you have like you'd have like bosses and stuff like that. Yeah, you do like a chase scene. Which uh, is like, I want to play Tom's game. Um, I, w- you know how like <laughs> NBA Two K whatever has like their my career mode and you build your own character you and, and it's like a storyline, but you're also basketballing. I would love to create a game that has that, but it's like bowling or like ping pong. Or some sport that it's, just doesn't get the doesn't love get the 2K. Focus, like, yeah, whatever it does. Like you're a pool player and you have a Like career. how cool would it be if there was like an a, a RPG style bowling game where you could basically build the dude if you wanted. Uh, where is that guy? And, uh, you know, you know, you, you go into different challenges and depending on how you do, you enter different tournaments for the bowling leagues. Uh, you know, yeah, I, I think there could be. I'm in. An interesting R- bowling RPG. I was gonna say, if it's ping pong, I would have just make Force Gump. You could make Force Gump. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Or like, you know, what if it's like, uh, I don't know, like maybe you go, maybe you go to the Olympics if you do good enough. You, you know, I don't know. I, I think it'd be fun to have a storyline in some sport that just you're like what? bowling. Have you I guys didn't know played I the new, this, but... the new, <laughs> my career in in the bowling two K twenty one. And there could be DLC like the yeah. dude and all that kind of stuff. For There's, sure, like you there. play the you play all of that because I mean, the like dude bowling, doesn't bowl, but like the bowling or pool games, like what about they, that? you only get like it's just that. Yeah, you just play the thing. There's that one guy who like like got knocked down all the pins in like a real life bowling tournament, and he like screamed about like, "Do you know who I am?" Yeah, like that guy. Add could be that in the guy game. in there. Add yeah. the characters from Kingpin in there. Uh, uh Kingpin. Yeah, Kingpin. Yeah, yeah, Kingpin. Just sounded weird because of Marvel. And then, yeah, uh, but, yeah. yeah. And then Alley fine. Cat Strike. Yeah. Have you like played the, two, have the you DLCs played there, guys? 2K22? Yeah. Have you? Have have you? It? It's so good. Yeah. I platinumed. Anyway, anyway, that's, next. that's my pitch now. <laughs> next, next question comes from Doogler. So, when you guys are looking for something new, such as book, movie, TV show, video game, or what have you, where's the first place you look for the new thing? Uh, Tom. Okay. No, that's that's where I look. I go, I go to Tom. Tom has given me all the suggestions for most of the new stuff I check out media-wise, I think. Mm. Honestly, for me, it is as silly as it sounds. It's trusty. The people also bought 
sometimes. Like mm, I, 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 do, I will do this game where I call it a game, but I'll go to something that I'm like that comes up on the Apple TV, for instance. Something comes up as the oh, it's best selling this week or whatever. I'll go to that, and then I go down to the people also rent it, and I'm like. Cool. And then I keep going down to this. Now I'm like 10 deep and I'm like, so what do you want to watch? Do you want to watch Catch Me If You Can or Bridge of Spies? (laughs) It's just like random stuff. Tom Hanks universe. Tom Hanks universe. Um, The Hanks verse. But usually, yeah, recommend it even with books. It's like, oh, because you read read, uh, the Red Rising trilogy. You might like this or you like Christopher Moore. You might like this. So it's like oftentimes it's it's that. So algorithms. Algorithms are David algorithms. Yeah, David algorithms. Kaylin, you got Tom? one or you me? You. Um, so I'll, I have a little bit of different between all of them. So like with a film, I'm looking for something that kind of is something that I would look into. So like, um, uh, I made a joke about this where it's like, for the love of God, I wish Marvel would leave me alone because I know when everything comes out, especially with Star Wars. You know, all the big franchises, I know when they're gonna come out. But then looking for something like. Oh, Green Knight. Like, oh, I haven't heard about this. What is this? And then, like, I want to read the Arthurian poem. And I'm like, oh, cool. Now I know something new. But if it's like a book, then I'm going to look at, you know, is it a series? What is it about? I will, wiki- I will Wikipedia and be like, okay, give me give me the gist. Um, for a TV show, however, Spark notes, baby. I kind of look at, like, the streamer. And so, like, who who's hosting this? Because if it's like HBO Max, I'm like, oh, no, I know it's gonna be, mm-hmm. I know it's gonna be. But Netflix, I'm like, oh, I know several people watch it, but I kind of want to look for things that are obscure, that are like, I know no one's talking about this, but then I want to find the gem that's like, oh, this is special to me, you know? Like, it's fun to be part of the water to cooler conversation, but like, when I was raving about Raised by Wolves, I was like, guys, guys, God, y'all, yeah, so good, so good, you know, like, but it was just like that very cool thing that I had. So that's um, that's for me. I also want to shout out a lot of comics that I read, especially during the pandemic, but right before the pandemic, also like the 2019 year, uh, was due to Cable's Crusaders. Mm-hmm. Anytime I, I want uh, some suggestion on what to read or whatever, I go and listen to some of their episodes. They had this really wonderful episode where they broke down like their suggestions for someone getting into comics. And I realized that a lot of those were ones that I, I hadn't read and they had referred to them as kind of staples. And so I ended up getting almost all of them uh, and, and reading every single one I could. So. I went to David Barry during, because 2020, I read a lot of comics. And I have a, I'm not saying that I have this like niche interest, but I don't, I'm not looking at all of the sh- the, sure. the, the yeah, top yeah, yeah. line things. And I was like, okay, this is what I like. And he's like, oh, you want this? And then this, and then go to this. And it's, it's yeah, like they're, they're spot a wealth on. Of knowledge. And then of course, uh, anytime I have any wrestling questions. Steve's. 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 Um, Steve's. Uh, Amy's the one for me. Yeah, Amy's been great. Amy's phenomenal. Go check out Kim's Crusaders, y'all. Listen. Yeah. Um, I was on an episode with them, and she gave me some great uh, suggestions for... Anyway. Next question? Or Caitlin. Caitlin. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm existing as well. Sorry. Um, I don't know. I feel like the things that I've watched (laughs) or read or whatever have just kind of been... It usually has to catch my eye enough times. Um, like, only this year did I finally watch Downton Abbey. Mm. And then it ended up... And it's usually... It has to catch my eye in a way that I think it will be personally meaningful to me. Um, and then it usually ends up being 
a cacophony of meaningful things in my life that run parallel. And it's like, because I've only heard bits and pieces about it for a very long time. So I don't normally seek out things that are brand new. It's normally this has already existed. You've heard it in the... In the I've heard it in the background for yeah. long enough. And I know just enough about it that I feel like I will be able to connect to it very strongly. Only then will I... Um, uh, seek something out in that way, shape, or so form. So, like, uh, your answer is basically like uh, the current zeitgeist of some of to an extent is how you kind watch of, things. Like personal zeitgeist. Yeah, personal zeitgeist. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's like you, you have a pull list, and then you're just choosing which one you're going to partake in it. Right in in the moment. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like you you you're collectively aware, but then it's like I could choose whenever I want to do it. Yeah, yeah. That's I, what I was trying to say. That. Yeah, I I mean I'll I'll watch things or read things or. Um, I'll I'll take in some kind of media if it's something that all of my friends are like, I want to talk about this right now, so go see it. And I'll be like, okay. Yeah. I'll like, do that hey, thing. You'll talk about Bridgerton soon. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Bridgerton was one of those personal zeitgeist things that I was like, ah, just ate all of it at once. Um, but yeah, that's, so yeah. Yeah, nice. Nice. Next question comes from Zell. Shout out. What is your perfect cup of coffee? Oh, man. That's a good question. I don't, uh, a lot of different ones. Um, de never iced, always hot. I'll say that. I'll go the exact opposite. Yeah. Has to be iced. Yeah. Um, you don't like iced, hot drinks though. Uh, and a lot of it. I like a lot. I mean, if I'm going to have something, I'm like, I want a lot of iced coffee. And to me, it could be cold brew. But then typically if I want it like, this is mine and I get to enjoy it, it's going to be, you know, a little bit like my skin tone. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a little sweet. But a little bitter. It's so got can, some cream in it. Yeah. You know what? I, I like my coffee like I like my Tom. Yeah. Um, in a cup, cold and bitter. Nice. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> in my mouth. <laughs> oh, that's not where I thought that was going to go. I don't we should your, have. I don't melt in your hands. I melt in your mouth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, should have. Oh, my goodness. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a simple guy. Uh, when I make coffee at home, we do have, we do the all natural creamer, but my my actual personal favorite is uh you know freshly ground with a pour over and uh a, just a little bit of heavy cream no sugar no nothing yeah just just heavy cream in it uh and that's that's kind of my go to keep hmm. it simple nice kaylin um she likes her coffee tea anymore <laughs> well i do drink coffee some yeah. uh i i do like blonde roast i love medium roast blonde, yeah oh yeah um, always light roast for me yeah, it's a, yeah. i'm not a dark roast kind of guy I, i'll do dark roast if i'm in a very particular part of life sure yeah um, <laughs> sure but it's less caffeine i feel like i'm losing out it, it's really just like the flavor wakes me up more than anything that's the kind of thing gotcha. where i'll brew it with gotcha. cinnamon and just to just make your brain feel more awake you and mikey yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm more of a, I want whole milk in it. Mm -hmm. I like that, that fatty goodness and, uh, that's it. Whole milk yeah. and coffee. It's a good choice. Yeah. I learned something a few years ago about, uh, from a dairy expert. And I, I, he was like, what do you, what do you, what milk do you have? And I was like, oh, we switched to whole milk. Is it good? Either go fat free mm -hmm. or go whole. He goes, 2% is basically made by mixing the two. And so it turns into a non-naturally occurring fat and your body processes it terribly. Huh. Which, uh, so shout out, shout out to them. Wow. One and 2% milk are like these weird in-betweens. He's like, either go fat-free or full fat. So wait, that's not skim though, right? Skim would be fat-free, right? Fat. No, no, no. Skim would be 1%. Skim is 1%. Yeah. One and 2% so is no. skim is 1%. 2% yeah. is like, haha, 
is low fat. Right it's just middle. called like two percent milk usually, yeah. but low fat. And then so he's like, yeah, either go fat free or because they're mixed weird. And he's like, that's why there's a lot of these sites that and nutritionists that say like a, a one six ounce cup of whole milk a day helps you like lose weight uh-huh. because it's a naturally occurring fat, a healthier fat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas two percent is not. And I just so it was like blew my mind. Huh. Yeah. So huh. whole milk, good choice. The more you know. Nice. Josh? Yeah. Um. I mean, I love a good, if you're ever able to get a cup of coffee in like Paris, like mm. French coffee, like okay. you get French roast and whatnot and it doesn't that really. great. Well, You'd say perfect, I guess. Yeah. No, you're wrong. <laughs> but you're wrong. hop on a flight, within go reason? to Paris. Oh uh, I like a, I like an iced latte with no, an I extra think, shot. I think keep your original answer because that's, it said yeah, perfect cup of coffee. Yeah. Perfect cup we'll, of coffee is from a, from a cafe in Paris because there, you get French roasts. And it's just, it's not. It just does not taste the same. No, not at all. Like, at all. Well, well, I'm very glad you brought that up because it reminded me, fucking Vietnamese iced coffee. Oh, yeah. That is really the one. Because it's high in caffeine. And it'll wake your ass up. It'll wake I want to be the guy sugar who one too? Uh, you can have coffee. it with condensed milk. Oh, yeah, that's it. So uh, sometimes you don't have to. But it's typically the one where you got to mix it up because it's like light on the top, dark on the yeah, bottom. Yeah, it's just oh, got so. this taste that I just, <laughs> they're burgers too. Man. Um, wait, wait. Do you have, is there like a specific cafe? No, like it was a weird, it was a weird situation where every time you went into it's just all of them. They Anywhere just in all, Paris. and if you could get a uh, croque madame, which is oh. a uh, breakfast sandwich. Oh, well, no, no, you explain what what is a croque madame versus uh, a croque monsieur. It's yeah. it stands for frog lady. No, croque madame. I, I don't know, but it, uh, <sighs> no. basically, it, it's a piece of bread. It's C-R-O-Q-U-E. Yeah. It has a piece of bread that has cheese melted on it. And depending on how you get it, you could get it with ham on it and an egg. Okay. And it's just, there's a reason why I gained weight in Paris. It's just like you have that, because we had a cafe just down the street from our hotel. And you just, when you're traveling, I don't know how everybody else is, but I get up at five and I'm like, cool, I'm good. Let's do this. Well, nope. yeah, it depends on the time time change. Yeah, for sure. True. Paris was a major change. Huh. Uh, I want to I I ask you this one thing. Ooh. Dana ran into this issue in, in like, iced coffee is not a thing in no. France. And so they went somewhere. Uh, her, her brother-in-law, um, Arthur, his family's French and his grandparents live out there. And so she was trying to order it and the lady was like, I don't know what you, ice in your coffee. What is yeah. that? And he was like trying to explain it in French. And Dana was like, I, 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 just give me a coffee. I just want a coffee. I'm fine. I don't, I didn't want a coffee. I just wanted ice. <laughs> Finally, they got it to her, but I didn't know. It's like not a, an iced oh, coffee. No, no, it's no. very American. Uh, yeah. Just like, bring up iced tea in England. See how it goes. Oh, yeah. No. You don't do that. No, no, you no, don't no. do that, by the way. Um, so we, we've made a meal of all of our questions. Yes. I mean, yeah. How much time do we have for questions? Uh, I think we have a couple more we questions. I wanted to, Talon brought up uh, in response to my video game asking about vampire. There's a lot of vampires in like Victorian age Oh, like yeah. they they talk about that a oh. lot, but you don't see a lot of zombie specifically in Victoria. There was age. a thing where did someone did a spin where Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Where um, I love Jack that the book. Jack the Ripper was a vampire. Like there's a there's I think there's yeah. like a story where someone wrote it as Jack the Ripper was just just a vampire. because I have to ask this. Yeah, how many at this table thought that vampires use their teeth no. like straws? No, oh I I, I I retweeted that. Who who said yeah, that? Yeah, I saw that yeah. too. Mikey posted that. Yeah, that was yeah, me. Yeah. 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 I was like, I'm a fucking idiot. I I was as a child. That's what I thought as well. They just like, so. <laughs> yeah, because I was because it was always so clean. I think. Well, so I was like, they're obviously just like. My, my first experience with vampires were Blade. Oh, uh, yeah. and so like it was very violent. 
but then like you have the blood club and it was sexual oh. and then after that it was like all the time I was just two holes I'm like no that's uh, not real fuck. like there's a lot of veins and arteries going on up there yeah uh, uh, I'd say three I'd say three we it's our fault we usually are done by now I know <laughs> we started late. late no we've recorded 45 I know but we, we started we recorded we recorded a few minutes before we went live on the show and uh, we started late and we took a long time to answer I don't want to punish our listeners or else yeah, they're not going to put it in the chat okay, anymore we gotta go quick yeah. let's go um, first question from Zell. What is your go-to nostalgia music from video games, television, or movies? Um, go ahead. Uh, uh, Dragon Ball Z, Rock the Dragon, uh, American Dub, uh, Phantom, all day, all Phantom. day, all day. Danny no. Phantom. That's Dragon Phantom Ball Z. No, no, no. Next. Uh, Return to Xenarkand from uh, Final Fantasy X. Oh, yeah, nice. Oh, you know me. Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy VII. Yeah, I knew that was coming. <laughs> and you that know me, like, it's Halo. Uh, yeah. yeah. 100% Halo. You know this. All right. Uh, you know this. Uh, ooh, T Dog eighty two eighty two. Uh, what is the worst pickup line you have used or has been used on? Oh no, <laughs> I haven't. I didn't. I've never used pickup lines. Oh, you want you want to know one that was like great that yeah. I used? Yeah. Um, did you hear about the new rocket that they shipped out, Caitlin? No. Oh yeah. Yeah, there's two of them. So one shot this way, one shot this way. Oh my god. Yeah. It's my a- other favorite one that Tom taught me is: if you were a pirate, would you put the parrot on this shoulder or this? Definitely this shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> that was my other favorite one. Uh, I mean, there's dumb ones. There's one that's like, it's like a matrix question is, if I were to ask you out, would the answer to that question be the same to this one? No matter what, it's a yes. Yeah. What if they go, fuck you? Then I was like, I will. Kaylin? Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so mine was situational. Uh-huh. I came with up with it on the spot. I had been imbibing in libations that evening. And there was this guy who was was cute and I definitely (laughs) overwhelmed a little bit. I was wearing these like um, these leggings that had all these world maps and everything all over it. Um, I'm going to I know I'm going to botch whatever it was, but (laughs) I I I Captain Morganed my leg onto a stool, looked at him and said, want to go around the world? And he was you know the drill, sl- as always. <laughs> and he, he was, was like, like, I'm afraid of travel. <laughs> he was actually slack John and didn't know what to say. He was like, and then we, we got caught in conversation. I just left. That was it. So he didn't even have a chance to say anything. It's kind of the, the, the timing was out. It. He didn't respond fast no, enough, the, that, so I failed left. The test. He, he failed. failed. The t- you he failed, failed the, the test. test. He failed the test. Josh? I, I mean, I got, my, I got nothing. My, I've, I mean, I... I used to know a lot of them because I, yeah, they were fun. Actually, you they know, fun. what's funny is I, I remember I dated somebody that I, our joke was that we would make up pick stupid up. Th- pickup lines mm-hmm. and it just kind of like we ended up dating for a little while Aww. because we connected over that. dumb pickup lines. lines. That's amazing. And it just kind of was like, you know, who could make the other groan more? And it was just like the humor of like trading that. Yeah. That didn't last, but you know. Right. Um, yeah, of course. One of the worst ones that has ever been hap- has ever been used on me was uh, Hey Tom, uh, what's up? No, it was uh, <laughs> uh, What's someone gotta do to get around with you? And I was like, what the fuck? We're on the school bus. Oh, <laughs> whoa. It was a really weird like, 
wow, this is a huge power move, but like also I'm not feeling it, and that was really random. And so it just depends, you know. You had to have to have a rapport. The best one that was used on me was I was in the library, I was unexpecting it, and then this girl came up to me. I think I've told you this, Caitlin. Um, a girl came up to me. And she's like, "Hi, my name is." I'll save her name, mm-hmm. and she's like, "I have a thing for Asian guys," and I was like, "Oh my god!" Oh my! It's not even a pickup god. line. It, it was just nope. it was a the power move used correctly, right? Yeah. And I was like, it was a library, and I was studying. We dated for two years. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so it worked. So, so that was the best one. Uh, Hell yeah. I don't wow. I never really use pickup lines. I mean, I love the the one from um, Jason Sudeikis. You know, how much does a polar bear weigh? Enough to break the ice. Hi, how you doing? Yeah. Uh, but I remember one time, I, this is was the closest thing I ever got to a pickup line being used on me. I was in the uh, eighth grade and I had had a crush on this girl. Uh, we'll call her Alice for now. And... Uh, you know, I had a crush on her for like three years, but I was like best friends. My dad was like best friends with her family. So we saw each other all the time. It was like one of those things. A few years, uh, two of them, I had this crush on her for a while. It was very known, but not known that in the way that things are in eighth grade where like I was best friends with her brother and, and he probably told her. Where's the pickup line? So <laughs> one day I'm over there hanging out and her friend comes out of the room and goes, Corey, do you still like Alice? And I panicked and went, no. And they went, oh, okay, and went away. Uh, turned out that 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 was a pickup line. <laughs> she sent her friend to go see if I still liked her in the other room, and I said no because I panicked. But uh, of course, I did, and I found out like two years later, and I was like, nah, I'm an idiot. Power move. It Power worked move. out though. It worked out fine. Way to go, Corey. And we're still friends to this day. She's super cool. Uh, she's the cutest baby I've ever seen. Oh my god. Hmm. Sorry, oh, I just Jesus. removed another one. <laughs> yeah. Mine are all really dumb and embarrassing. That you've used? Yes. Those are the best ones. I'm very though. glad it's that you're using them because uh, there's not there's not a lot of think there's a there's a weird stigma that women you, aren't. You supposed wanna to know do. the best part? I'm still friends with both these guys on Facebook. That's fine. Um on Facebook. I'm friends on with Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> uh so we were at a restaurant in St. Louis. Um and <laughs> I (laughs) (laughs) one more question to get through I know okay so we were at a restaurant in St. Louis I was hungry but not super hungry and I wanted to get the kids meal because it came in this really cool old car but you could only get it if you were um, 12 or younger and so the waiter comes up and I go I would like the kids meal I would like chicken tenders and fries please and I want them in the car and he was like, I'm so sorry. That is for 12 and under. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Wouldn't you know? I just turned 12 today. So uh, I would like my chicken tenders and fries in the car. Please and thank you. And he was like, what? And he, like, looked around a little bit. He's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> so he gave me the chicken tenders and fries in the little car. And I ate it and was very excited. And then I had the gall um, afterwards to <laughs> when he's like, hey, would you guys like any dessert or anything? I was like, well... It is my 12th birthday. Um, do you give dessert to the birthday girl? And he, he again, looks around and was like, let me see what I can do. So he comes back with a bowl filled with ice cream. And yeah. I eat my ice cream. I'm like, oh my God, this is the best day of my life. I don't know why this is happening. Why did I do this? Great, I have ice cream now. And uh, I left uh, my number on a napkin and said, Hell I was just kidding about the whole thing. I'm definitely not 12. Hi. <laughs> And now and we're friends. He, and then he was like, am I going to be on Dateline later? 
Damn. He was not, but somehow that worked. Yep. And I got chicken tenders, ice cream. So your pickup line was telling a, a, gr- a grown person that you were 12. Yes. And it you, worked. You, you, right. you yeah. kind of Karen somebody. It's, it's really, it's yeah. really yeah, in yeah, the yeah. delivery, I feel like. Yeah. yeah. It's, not, no, you had, it's always about so delivery. You had to be there. You really had to be there, for let's, real. Let's pump out one more Actually, here. Yeah, he, never mind. One, <laughs> sorry, I, I want to yeah, right, make right, sure they right. get their due free. It's going to be an hour-long episode. Let's do, this is a simple one. Thomas Olario. This is from last week. Thomas. Who's your favorite villain? <sighs> this is always the tough one because I always go to, to Magneto and then we always go, but he's not really yeah. a villain. Uh, favorite villain of all him. time. No, because he's not. Even right now, he's not. Definitely not a villain. Um, neither is... I mean, I, it's my same Apocalypse. I think Apocalypse, Apocalypse is a fascinating villain to me. I've explained why it's his poetic speeches. I think some of the best writing in X Men uh, it belongs to uh, Apocalypse and his 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 prose and stuff like that. Anyway, that's that's my answer. He terrifies me as a villain. There's there's no other villain that comes on a page where I'm like fuck. Everyone else is like, oh, this is gonna be good. I'm, I can't wait to see this. But with him, it's like everyone might die. <laughs> hmm. I like right now. I'll just say, I like Cell from Dragon Ball Z. He's an android from the future who absorbs other androids. And he's like, I am the perfect being. Fight me. It's my favorite saga. And it's like, oh my God. And then he's like, I'm going to kill this thing in front of a little boy so he can fight me. Yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah. It's pretty great. Respect that, Tom. And he's got, he's got a, I like the voice actor. And also every time he walks, it's and he's got a cool do, do, do. His character design is pretty awesome also. That's just one of them. I have plenty of favorite Yeah, yeah. Caitlin, Josh? Josh? Shigaraki. Mm. My hero academia. Oh, Tomura. Shigaraki. I just I just think he's just flawed AF. And I just love that he just has so much so much death. So much. So much. So much death. Caitlin, you're up. I the the first one that sprung to mind, which is really silly, is Valmont from Jackie Chan Adventures. Oh. <laughs> I really liked Valmont. He was I respect that. dumb and bad at his job and ended up becoming <laughs> helping the good guys. He's like, down he's, the road. He, he was like Lex Luthor that became James from Pokemon. Mm. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Yes. That's what it is. Yeah. No wonder I love him. So it's a wonderful way to, to, yeah. to say that, Tom. It's not a dress, it's a gown. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Cool, we did it. We did it. Josh, take us out of here. Everybody at home, thank you so much for listening or watching the Nerd On Update. We appreciate you. If you would like to check out more of our content and are new to us, check out our website, nerdon.tv. It has all of the links and all of that good stuff. We're on all the social medias. We're on all of the podcast platforms. So wherever you like to listen to podcasts, we are there. And if we're not, let me know. I'll get us there. Um, Yeah, check out our YouTube. We're putting a lot of work into that. All of our episodes go to video, so do check that out. We're working on it. Um, Yeah. Join us on Sundays on our Twitch, 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Hell yeah. Uh, Check out our shop, (laughs) nerdon.tv backslash shop. Share us with your friends, your family. Rate and review. That is actually how we grow. Do you know what it's like when we get rated and reviewed and we get like comments and stuff from you guys tell me it's like being kind of hungry but not super hungry and then asking for the kids meal and getting it and then also like getting ice cream at the end of that kids meal and lying like, about your age and, sh- but, and then getting flown to france for a and cup then getting of coffee. flown to france <laughs> for Hell a cup of yeah. coffee that's what it. it's like yeah so please do that please do all right um and check out that nerd on nation that is how we 
That's how we upgrade our content and make better content. And we love telling you guys secrets. So check that out. Nerdon.tv backslash Patreon. That is all of the <laughs> housekeeping. Yeah, Roy. Uh, Roy? Roy. Yeah, it, Roy. Yeah, Roy. He says Roy. it in hot fuzz. Yeah, Roy. Anyway. Just caught me off guard. are done. Out of here. That's it. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. You know the drill. As, As always, always, Nerd On! Nerd on.